Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Dead to Rights, the podcast. We'd like to wish a very happy Easter and a blessed Passover to all our friends. For those of you who are just joining us and have never listened to Dead to Rights before, we're all about the book industry. Anything you want to know or ask about the writing, the art, the business, the marketing, anything we can help you with, we're happy to provide answers. Or if you're a published writer and you'd like to be featured on Dead to Rights, by all means get in touch with us at Publishing at rogers.com. We're happy to bring this service to you free of charge through your podcast provider week after week. However, we do need your support. If you could, please be kind enough to like us at Facebook at Dead to Rights or on Twitter at Dead to Rights Pod or simply go to your podcast provider, whether it's Google Play Music or iTunes, and drop us a good rating and maybe a word or two to help us move up the charts so that other authors and readers can find us. And we're all about bringing readers and writers together. Today, we've got a writer for you by the name of Gail Sharp Kelly, and Gail is the author of a memoir titled Beyond My Understanding, which deals with her life before, during, and after her involvement with the Jehovah Witnesses, and uh, how she broke free and managed to build a good life for herself after leaving the Jehovah Witnesses. So please give a big dead to rights welcome to Gail Sharp Kelly. Good morning, Gail, and welcome to Dead to Rights. How are you this morning? Good, thank you. How about yeah. yourself? Sorry? How about yourself? Oh, very good, thanks. I'm, very good. We're recording I'm, right now, Gail. We're recording okay. right now, just to let you know. Um, did you guys get dumped on snow? We did. No, just rain. Oh, okay. <laughs> we woke up to a winter wonderland up here in cottage country, so it's oh, uh, quite a surprise this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Just for our listeners, we're actually uh, recording this interview on March 30th, so um, that's why the uh, weather discussion this morning. Um, So, Gail, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your book, your first book, Beyond My Understanding, and uh, it's a memoir, and it's it's regarding your uh, childhood in the Jehovah Witnesses and your life beyond that, um, hence the title, Beyond My Understanding. Can you tell me a little bit about um, what inspired you to write this book? Well, a friend suggested for me to, to read and follow the book The Artist's Way, A Spiritual Path to Higher Creativity by Julia Cameron. So I followed uh, the instructions in the book, and after writing three pages a day, it just came to me. So it wasn't planned for me to write a book, it just happened. So you were really just writing about your own experiences and trying to get them out of yourself, is that right? Yes, that's right. Okay, and then before you knew it, you had a book. And hey, listen, all you <laughs> aspiring writers out there, that's how a book is written, by the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say a, a, journey of a, thou- uh, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And a book of a hundred pages begins with a single page. So it's all just one page before the other. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, part of uh, the book, when when I read through it, y- you talk about your experiences with Al-Anon and how it helped you figure out 
how best to address things that were beyond your control. Can you tell me a little bit about what got you into Al-Anon and, and what you learned throughout that experience and how long you were involved with them? Okay, um, yes, that was my son's suggestion because he saw that I had a lot of anger. And I said, well, you know, how's that going to help me? You know, and he said, well, because I'm not an addict or I don't have a problem. And he says, well, what have you got to lose? So I thought, yeah, okay. So I went, and uh, Alanon helped me because it took the focus uh, for me off the person that had the addictions, and I started to focus on myself and looking after myself. Which is and really I, I critical, got, yeah. I got a feeling of peace and serenity, mm-hmm. and, um, and, I, and I, my anxiety went away. Yes, that's, yes. That's the only way I can explain it to you. I think a lot of people find that when they become involved with the Al-Anon program. I was in it briefly myself, and I can tell you that it's it's truly worthwhile. And you touched on something there, Gail. You said that uh, you had a lot of anger, and it was being recognized by the people that loved you. Anger right. itself is a form of addiction, isn't it? Yes, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah because some, <laughs> it's, it's a go-to place. And, yeah. Any place that we go to repetitively as a, a sort of a coping mechanism becomes a bit of an addiction. And I know in my own life, anger can be an addiction if I'm not very careful about it. And Elanon really can help with that because it does, it teaches you that you can't control everything. And what you've got to do is come up through the middle, so to speak, and learn to live your life as yourself, regardless of all those things you can't control. Is that a, is that a good way of saying it? Yes, that's really good. How long, how long were you in, how long were you in, sorry, Gail, I'm talking over you, sorry about that. Um, How long were you involved with the Al-Anon program? Uh, Let me think. Um, From about 2007, I think, well, maybe it's been a little bit before that. Um, Briefly in 2002, uh, when I lived in Coburg, um, but then... uh, I started really going in about 2007, mm-hmm. and um, I'm still affiliated with members and uh, still thinking about going back, actually. So really a good long time. Um, that, yeah. That's good, and, and it continues to bring you sort of that inner peace from time to time, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Uh, before we go any further, I'm just going to read for, for our listeners um, a little bit about the book, Beyond My Understanding. Life can be difficult at the best of times and in the best of circumstances, but imagine, if you will, a life built on the prison walls of an unbending religion. Author Gail Sharp Kelly invites the reader to travel with her on the perilous road to freedom, freedom from the grip of cult, the belief that a woman cannot make it on her own, and the need to control conditions and situations that are truly beyond our understanding. And I wanted to read that for our listeners just because it does kind of capture what you were getting at in the book, that, you know, a woman can make it on her own, that you can't. And the thing that has always uh, amazed me about you, Gail, is that you'll turn your hand to almost anything. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's true. <laughs> there, are, there aren't many, th- I mean, you won't do bad things. I know that. I know you well enough. But you'll turn your hand to try just about anything that takes your interest. And that's really remarkable. Anything from, you've mastered the art of ceramics. Um, you've now written a book. Tell us about a few of the other things that you've uh, experienced in your life that have helped to build and shape who you are. Oh, 
Well, I guess traveling has helped a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I, when I went to Scotland in, I think it was 2014, um, to visit a castle that my ancestors had built and it had just been destroyed, and I'd read about it and heard about it from my ancestors, uh, from relatives, and thought I'd never, you know, because it's privately owned now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I contacted this uh, tour company, a private tour company, and uh, they arranged for me to meet the people that owned the place. It was very nice of them to let me in, and I never thought I'd ever be in some, something like that. It's like, it's like, that was beyond my understanding. <laughs> oh, yeah, it really I, was. What I, year did you go? I, I know you talk it. about it in the book. You talk you know, about your trip to Scotland and seeing the castle and meeting the people. Um, what year yeah. was that that you went? Pardon? What year did you travel to Scotland? I think it was uh, May of 2014. Yeah, I know you talk extensively about that trip in your book, and it just sounds like a wonderful experience. Um, I wanted to ask you also, how did your, and this is going to be a bit of a tough one, but I know you've prepared for it, how did your family's commitment to the Jehovah Witnesses shape your relationship with your parents and other family members? I know that this has always been something that's been really tough in your life. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, it it divided us, separated us from the family, right? Nothing was spoken about it because... uh, of the religion, we had nothing in common with the family you know, that weren't Jehovah's Witnesses. And um, so we saw less of them, and because we did not have anything in common with them, that was um, also true with myself and my parents, because I would not completely open up to them, because they really didn't want to hear my true feelings about the religion, only mm-hmm. their, their own beliefs and thoughts. So it kept you, when you were a child, it kept you very insular, didn't it? Um, I know from your book oh, yeah. that it, it kept you disconnected from the greater world around. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then once you step out into that world, there's a real um, sort of a cognitive dissonance because you no longer believe in the, the, the core shell of the faith. You know no. that the greater world is where you need to be, but it's really, really hard to integrate, isn't it? Yes, and it's scary, too, because you don't know what really to believe and who to trust, mm-hmm. because you've been taught that nobody's trustworthy other than the Jehovah's Witnesses and right. that cult, right? Right. So that's the other thing, which is really weird. And the thing I found really sad in reading the book is how the disconnect is perpetrated from generation to generation, you know, and then culminating in in the difficulties that you had in connecting with your father, which, you know, I don't want to give a spoiler, but you did finally find a way to resolve that, so that's good. Um, I'll let readers find out how you overcame that. But there were a number of years, a lot of years, where that was a big problem for you, weren't there? Yes. Mm -hmm. But it, it wasn't just the religion, right? It was my father's wife yes. that was also in it. And uh, unfortunately, he married a real winner. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> another story in the naked city, right? <laughs> yes, yes, and you do talk about that in the book, too. So for readers, you know, you can find all the elements of an actual life, Just uh, and you're probably going to recognize a lot of those elements in your own life. Um 
I wanted to ask you, too, about any books that have inspired you or helped you. You did mention one at the outset of this interview, but I know that you're a huge reader, uh, in particular of biographies and uh, that kind of material. Can you tell our readers about some books that have really helped you? Well, a lot of, a lot of biographies. Uh, Shania Twain, uh, mm-hmm. Shirley MacLaine, Lucky Me, mm-hmm. Jane Fonda, My Life So Far, Prime Time, Michael J. Fox, Lucky Man. Catherine Hepburn, Betty White, Barack Obama, Dreams from My Father, um, Ellen Bernstein, and Lessons in Becoming Myself, mm-hmm. uh, Julie Andrews, a member of memoir of early years. Like those are, you know, like a go on on. And then there's a lot of like um, by Louise Hay. You mm-hmm. can heal yourself. Mm-hmm. The power is within in you. And then two other books by Eben Alexander, Proof of Heaven. And the afterlife of Billy Fingers. Oh, that was pretty unusual. I know that. And the afterlife of Billy Thank Fingers. Hmm. Yeah, that yeah, was really different. <laughs> Have you had a chance yet? There's a, a huge bestseller out right now that I, I've uh, just listened to on Audible recently that I really enjoyed. Uh, Michelle Obama, Becoming. Have you gotten? Right. Have you gotten that one? No, yet? I've heard a lot about it though. Uh, I, I think you'd yet, really enjoy well. it. I, I have a funny feeling it's right up your alley. She's she's very good, and if you get your hands on the Audible, she reads it herself, so it's all in her voice, and you know her voice. Very nice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, of course, um, sorry. Sorry, go ahead, Gail. Well, a couple of other books that are, they were different. They weren't biographers. They, were, they weren't like spiritual books, but um, Al-Anon Literature, Courage to Change, and One Day at a Time. The Courage to Change is a huge book for anybody who's struggling with those inner prisons because um, my husband always says there are no prisons quite as strong as the ones in our minds, you know. That's true. And if we can take those walls down, there really is nothing we can't enjoy and do. Um, the, the positive elements of removing those prison walls are just huge. And that is, uh, give me the title of that book again. Which, uh, Courage to Change? The Courage to Change, yes, yes, because it does come from inside us. There's another great one called The Courage to Heal, and it's uh, geared towards um, survivors of childhood abuse, and it's it's really, it's a bit of a tomb, like it's a huge book, but you can just refer to elements of it, and it's very, very helpful. Now, I wanted to ask okay. you, what is next for Gail Sharp, Kelly? What are you going to do oh, next? Man. I, you know, I really don't know. I, I want to travel. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm trying to uh, decor- redecorate my p- place. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that's about it for now. I'm just taking it one day at a time. And uh, what message do you hope that readers will take away from Beyond My Understanding? Well, um, that we're not alone. I believe there is a higher power or a spiritual being or God that... Um, watches over us, but uh, but we need to know how to ask for guidance instead of asking for what we want when we pray. I believe you should ask, pray for God's guidance, what he or she wants best for us, yeah. that we look for. He or she, I like that, I like that. (laughs) I very much like that because uh, he or she, I mean, whatever your understanding of that higher power is, really. Yes. Yeah, you know. Unlike these entrenched religions that uh, believe it's only, as you say in your book, my way or the highway. I mean, I, I really do believe that all roads lead to Rome, like the old saying says. And there's no right or wrong way to find your 
inner peace and your happiness and that guidance that you crave. Um, what has come to you as a result of writing this book? What is... Um, what gifts have you discovered? I just I felt, feel like a, a lot of fulfillment that I never realized I would. And kind of like an emotional release. That I never expected either. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. Yeah, because you've you've been freed to say what you want to say, really, and I think that's yeah. what draws a lot of writers to the uh, art of writing. Um, you know, I mean, some get in it for the money, of course, but I think almost even even they turn to writing because um, there's a need to express, and I think right. that that's one of the most fulfilling things about any art is. Um, is uh, meeting that need to, to express yourself. How, how was the book accepted by your family? Well, that's another story in the negative. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I don't really know how to... Uh, well, some of my family members, I shouldn't say that, are very excited. They want to read it. Um, some are far away, so they're having a hard time finding it, but uh, there's a way, I'm going to send it over to France, to uh, my niece. And yes, I was going to suggest that. Just pop it in the mail to her. Um, and another one in, in Mexico, but she's coming over in April. So, mm -hmm. uh, my uh, my own family. Uh, well, I think my grandson is very excited. Mm -hmm. He's busy right now, at, you know, college. My kids, I'm not sure. They're they're, they're kind of. Um, I don't know what it is really. Whether they're afraid of what was going to in it, but I've told them there's nothing. You know. Yeah. In it, but, you know, so I no, don't you know. Handled, you I, handled, I, the, book, you handled the book very tastefully when you were dealing with people that you knew and that you um, were close to. You you really dealt with that very tastefully. Um, so I don't think they've got any actual concerns, you know. I mean, no. in the first place, you, you don't really name people uh, except for a right. few that you had express permission to name. Um, yeah. And in the second hand, you haven't taken a real negative approach to any of the people. You know, um, I, I was impressed with how well you handled it because it's not always oh, easy. You. I mean, we all have our own point of view, you know, and we all assume yeah. our point of view is right. That's why we call it our point of view. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. And sometimes I you know. do, you have to just step back and recognize that everyone you're talking about has their point of view too, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy. So, I mean, I encourage I encourage your family members to, to read the book, but they either will or they won't, you know. You don't necessarily okay. write it for, sometimes you write for yourself, and if readers come along, that's terrific. That's right. And yeah. I've got a lot of uh, great response from friends. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. And people I hardly know either. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it's yeah. available in print, in Kindle, or an e-published edition, so you can find it at uh, Barnes & Noble's for Nook Book, or iBooks at Apple. You can find it at Sony. Um, it'll be available at Amazon, of course, in both print or Kindle at Amazon. And uh, it's called Beyond My Understanding by Gail Sharp Kelly. And it came out in, I'm going to get the date. Came out in February of 2019, so it's brand new, hot off the presses. And if you're interested in the subjects of substance abuse, self-esteem, or abuse and recovery, this is a, a good choice for you. 
Um, and it's just a beautiful book, if I do say so myself. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us on Dead to Right Scale. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us this morning. Thank you very much. You're welcome. We want to send a big thank you to Gail Sharp Kelly for joining us on the podcast. You can find her memoir, Beyond My Understanding, at Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or any place where great books and ebooks are retailed. Thanks again for joining us this week, and we hope you'll join us for future episodes. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to do something just a little different. I'm going to talk to you about the actual indie publishing industry, where it has come from over the last decade and where we think it's going, and how that impacts you as a writer. So stay with us over the next few weeks for that type of information, something just a little bit different rather than doing interviews. And then we'll come back to interviews again after that. those segments are complete. And because we will be coming back to interviews, by all means, don't forget to contact us if you'd like to be featured as a published author. We're at carrickpublishing at rogers.com. You can also reach out to us anytime on Facebook or Twitter. I'm at Donna underscore Carrick, and my husband is Alex underscore Carrick. Our podcast is at Dead to Rights Pod, and you can also find us at Carrick Pub or on Facebook under all the usual places. Dead to Rights, Carrick Publishing, Donna Carrick, Alec Carrick. And uh, we also have a Facebook group that we've been managing for the last few years titled Excerpt Flight Deck for Readers and Authors. And that's going to be a little bit prominent coming up soon because next year, 2020, we are hoping to put out a new Carrick Publishing anthology and uh, we'll be opening up the excerpt flight deck for people to come to us and submit stories for that anthology. So thanks very much for joining us, and we'll see you next time at Dead to Rights, the podcast. Let it rot.